Save Chicks. It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey, y'all. Hey. How y'all doing? Good. Doing all right. Hi, Ayana. Great. <laughs> sure, Day. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I would be better with some coffee, but I'm all right. Oh, okay. I'm all right. Say, all right. I'm surviving. Um, and I'm an extrovert. This conversation is. Are you really? I I think I am an ambivert. Only because What does that mean? You like who you like. You don't. You know who you don't. So I'm introverted when I want to be, and I'm extroverted when I want to be. Yep. Well, maybe I'm the same. I can accept that. No. Now I'm an introvert. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, well, Denise's an extrovert. I, 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 I love this conversation. So we're going to have a conversation about Christian introverts. But before we hop into that and let Ayana take it away, I would love to talk about what we think we are from that perspective. Y'all think I'm an ambivert? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to have to That's Google it. it. That's it. Because um, I think off the cuff, I can come off as an extrovert. But if I don't like you, you're getting this introvert. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Also, think I could be an introverted extrovert sometimes, where it's like when I want to be by myself, baby. That's I'm the same way. I want to be by myself, and that's it. And it's nothing about you, right? I just need I got I just need a recharge. moment recharge. Okay, so that's that's you too. Yes, I but I think I'm more extrovert than like ambivert. Okay, what about you, Lauren? I think I'm actually more introverted than than extroverted. I can see that. I can too. Yeah. I, I think that's how it go. I yeah. think that's right. It's a lot of things, especially when Lauren be talking. I'll be like, see, that's why I like you. <laughs> yeah. I get you. Like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. in the church, I, don't, I mean, at church, I'm nobody. I everybody myself. know you. You don't, don't know, know anybody, right. but everybody know nobody knows you. Everybody <laughs> know you, Lauren. Everybody. I don't Lauren, know nobody at church. Lauren's saying she a new member. She's been there for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, you are no longer a new member. Okay. You got to retire that. Okay. <laughs> it's 2023. Exactly. All right. One more year. So, Ayana, take us away. Okay. So, um, you know, my friends know that I am a TikToker. I need to become one. And you don't need to. It's a trap. Right. I, I started a TikTok. I posted two videos over the holidays. And then I was like, I don't think I can keep up with this. Yeah. I hop on and hop off. So, um, The video that I saw that kind of triggered this episode, the person, um, so the title says most extroverts lack empathy for introverts. And so there is a Christian therapist. She was saying how introverts and religious trauma. So she was talking about how the church doesn't necessarily uh, receive introverts um, because like the whole turn to your neighbor thing. And let's say if you are a very quiet person in church, you know, it's like, oh, you're not loving other people or they automatically throw the stuck up or selfish title on you um, or it's, it's so many things. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, whatever. It's so many things. And I, when I listened to the video, I was like, man, I can really relate to that because there were so many experiences in my life growing up in church where I was labeled a certain way um, because I'm an introvert 
or not accepted a certain way because I'm an introvert. Oh, even when they're talking about worship, worship. and yeah. worship. And even um, before we turned on the mic, I was talking about a conversation that I had with someone where they felt like our relationship um, didn't go a certain way and how they, they felt like I blocked them out. Because they are like a, I guess, a mother figure at the church and so many people go to them and whatnot. But I didn't. And I was like, I, it was never anything against the person. It was just more of, I have a mom. I have my circle of people that I do trust and I, you know, confide in. With you, it's more of, I'm going to go to you just as a leader, maybe talk about a few things, maybe not, maybe never. But it's nothing against you. It's just, who I am as a person and how I can be introverted. And um, just also me never really feeling acceptance, especially growing up as an introvert and, uh, you know, people putting titles and assumptions. Like I remember um, I had someone that I thought was close to me directly say that, oh, well, when we first met you, we thought that you were, um, well, not just someone, it's several people. We thought that you were stuck up or, and we also thought that, um, how do they put it that you in a way thought too much of yourself or too highly of yourself or whatever. And I was like, how I was quiet. Like it don't even make no sense. Cause you were quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I don't, I don't know. It never, it never made sense to me because I was like, I'm quiet. See, I'm I think, chill. I think it just be people because after like, I, I, that's I really people, what it and is. And I'm extroverted, and it's still like I thought you were stuck up. I'm very extroverted. Right. Yeah, it's weird. I and think it, people say that so that you can lower your guard. Correct. Yeah, and so yeah, that's how this conversation came about, and how, um, especially with the Christian introvert. So yeah, it's on the table. <laughs> I can say for my now that I've been in uh, coined an ambivert. Yeah. <laughs> Um, from my seat, and even when you said you feel like people who are more extroverted have less empathy for people who are introverted, I can see that from a transparent standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, I think through times when I've known people who aren't as extroverted and not giving them an opportunity to do certain things, because in my mind, it's like, well, they're always quiet. They're not going to want to do it anyway, versus including them in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I can say transparently... Um, from a self-awareness standpoint, and I think last year helped me become way more self-aware. I will, I will drop that tidbit in there. But from a self-awareness standpoint, I can honestly say that when I have had community with introverts, it is an experience where people who are more extroverted limit them in the conversation. Mm. And I can see how that's not fair, mm-hmm. especially in a church standpoint where it's kind of like, if you're always quiet, we may be like, Hey, what do you think? And if you don't put it in your it's like, well, I asked you what you think. So at this point I'm running with whatever, you know, the loudest people want to do because they're yeah. the loudest. You just explained that perfectly. Like how I felt, honestly, you, you've explained that perfectly. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you want to say something, Mason? I'm processing. You can go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I know me personally, my introvertedness has come from um, just being raised around um, individuals who are affiliated with ministry um, mm-hmm. to some capacity. Um, and uh, I come, like I said, I come from a long line of like clergymen. My grandfather was a reverend. My mother 
most of my life was a minister of music. So I saw firsthand, you know, what does ministry look like um, from a lens of my mother or my grandfather. And to be honest, I ain't really like church folk like that. I'm just going to yeah. be honest with you. And so for me, it was like, I'm not going to allow myself because I saw similarities. You know, it wasn't that my mom was a minister of music at one church. She was a minister of music at some more than one church, you know, and all the churches weren't bad. But there were just times where my spirit didn't align with some of the members. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I don't allow myself to be open to that um, initially. Like it takes a process for me to get to know someone. Mm-hmm. And so it'll come across as me being introverted. And it might come across as me being guarded because I am. Yeah. I am being introverted and I am being guarded and I don't I don't shy away from that it's not that I'm I don't see anything wrong with that it's not it's not and to be candid with you as you were like talking and describing like you know your experience so far Ayana with you know just you being introverted within church let's be real the black church is very emotional yeah like it is it is a very emotional place and when it's not you almost think that there's something wrong with the church right Mm -hmm. That was my thought process the first time I came to our church. <laughs> really? You were like, why they not jumping? I was like, first of all, this is way too quiet. This mm. man, I am not in a school. I don't need you to talk to me like you a teacher. How Ooh. ironic. Right. We are school. Literally. Literally. And Y'all gonna sit down and get this lesson. And then by the time I got up, I was like, I'm a member. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, to that point, it's like, yeah, what Ayana said is like with worship and things like that. I mean, I come from a church that <laughs> I'm y'all laughing. be falling out. Listen, yeah. like it ain't nothing Can't like dominoes. So, Go get that towel, baby. Right, we'll one throw person fall, it's a whole domino effect. <laughs> oh but, my goodness! Or all the pastor had to do is say one, two, three, it's four. A real <laughs> People take off in church, and I loved it during that time. I miss my church; I really yeah, do. So much fun! But <laughs> I do. We would be praising God. Literally, Jesus. church started at ten. We wouldn't get out to about three, three four. About a Terry? <laughs> no, really, Terry. We we all the Terryan, okay? Um, but I was raised like that, and I appreciate that as a child. But you know, just my personal worship—that's not really me, right? And uh, what would what would be a lot sometimes is like you, like I said, you praise and worshiping God up until three o'clock and then you kind of got the church let out too. So it's like all the congregation now is, and it was, a, it was a mega church. So like people walking around speaking to one another and that's another two hours. So, you right. know, by the time you leave that service, it's five o'clock and then we had night service that started at seven. So now you got only two hours to get something to eat. And then I was just like, I'm introvert. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm not talking to nobody. I you know just God. That's all I got in me. Right. I need to go home. I need to go home. Right. I need to go home. I don't have nothing. Yeah. And I literally was just sitting in the back of the church, me and my daddy. And you know, I just be watching everybody else talk and I'm just like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm just ready to go. So I totally get it. I, I feel like pretty much what I'm saying. I feel like, Everyone is raised different. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there are some people that were raised to be more extroverted when it comes to church. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's crazy is they might be extroverted in church. But if you follow them at work, they're introverted, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's their place of release. And I think that's cool if that's for you. Like for me, I'm I'm definitely feel like I'm introverted at church. But if you catch me outside or with some friends, y'all going to be like, Lauren is a mess. Lauren is hilarious, you know. Right. But. I think it's just, it's according to like what settings you're in. Like Ayana, you say you are introverted, but we've seen you definitely in a more relaxed state. Mm -hmm. I just think certain settings just provoke certain things and it's nothing wrong with that. And I think that um, even with me, like 
now with church, people wouldn't like if they're listening to this, they're like, she's introverted. Like, because when I'm at church, I make the effort to. Yeah. Like I speak to people, you know, sometimes I have to speak to people like the last um, before the holiday. The last thing that I was out really out with that church was um, there was a Christmas event for the kids at church. So we mm. took the girls. And of course, there are people and they're going to speak and they're coming up to you and talking. And, you know, a couple of people was like sharing different things. And, you know, my husband ministers at the church. So, uh, yeah, he ministers at the church. So it's like there people are sharing. Hey, I learned this. Da, 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 da. Thank you. Da, 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 da. And we're talking. And and when I left, you know, I enjoyed myself. But when I got in that car, I was like, <sighs> so relieved. Yeah. And. But that's just me. And it's not that I don't enjoy social settings. It's just that I have a time and then the time is up. (laughs) You know, Uh, it's even it's crazy because it's even in a family dynamic, you know, like I have a time. And when my kids go to bed, that's my time to like Mm -hmm. refuel for the next day and and so on and so on. And I think that. Society has made us feel like we constantly have to be out and perform and perform and perform and pour out that it when you take that time to be intentional and retreat and pour back into yourself, it's like looked at as a negative Mm -hmm. or, you know, and it's not like and I guess really accepting people's personalities, you know, that's that's one of the biggest things is accepting you know, because I know for me, like I've learned different things about different people. I can say like from the three of you guys, I've learned different things about y'all. So I have my expectations like I don't have the same expectations I have for Denisa as I would with Sade, you know, or I don't I don't have the same how I view like these are two different women. Mm-hmm. So their personalities are so different. And so I can't sit there and put oh, like Denise's personality on Sade and vice versa. And I feel like for so long, people would do that with me because it's that expectation that, you know, oh, well, you're in leadership or you're such and such and blah, blah, blah. So you're supposed to be like this. Yeah. And it's like, no, like you got to accept I think there is the that, lane that I'm in. That expectation that all Christian women are supposed to be these bubbly, excited Hands in the air when praise and worship is going on, like cookie cutter women. And that's not me. Yeah. Like sometimes with praise and worship, I be standing there just like. Especially if it ain't good. Like, (laughs) well, I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. Okay. So for me. I'm just talking about anywhere. I know. I know. I know. I know. No, I'm saying like for me, I love music love like I love music. I love all types of music. So like, let's say if we're we're talking about church, so I'll use church as an example. We're in church and I'm standing there and like it could be it's been so many times everybody hallelujah and praising God and I'm just standing there just looking and it's mainly because I'm listening to the chords I'm listening to the drums I'm listening to how the worship singer is 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 singing the note and I'm just like engulfed in that moment and my mind might be I might be talking to God but other people would look at that and be like are you okay? Like I've had people ask me like, are you okay? And I'm like, why? Cause I weren't crying. I'm fine. Like I'm just really like in the moment, like instead of 
honestly sometimes performing because sometimes some people are honestly performing like I could even see that in those moments I'm like okay now you doing the most Mm -hmm. you know instead of performing I'm really just sitting there in God's presence like standing there and that's that's how I worship like everybody's worship doesn't look the same so listening to you all and I'm sitting here like trying to think like do I lack empathy because I am very much an extrovert do, how do I like empathy for introverts or, you know, do I have a certain expectation of people when I meet them? And it's like, well, I I don't because mm-hmm. majority of my friends are introverts mm-hmm. and majority of my friend groups. I am the extrovert, which is so odd. I never thought about it like that, but that's very much so just the dynamic of, you know, mm-hmm. who I am as a person. I think people who are introverts are just naturally Reserved because they observe first. Mm-hmm. I, I do both mm. at the same time. Ooh, that's good. That's and I don't me. see nothing. I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. That's good. You might not see anything, but you're in tune with your spirit to where if I'm you, discerning, right? But I correct. Ayana gonna see something that, and you then we get in the car. She right. like, "Did you see that?" I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't see nothing." Right. So I'm actively doing both at the same time, just because my mind is wired to just go. Ah, you know, I I like that. But most people, and when I think about my father and I think about my brothers, they will, we could be somewhere and they could be so quiet. Everybody think they're so introverted. We get in the car. My brother like, hey, did you see? I, I can Do-do-do-do-do-do. give the whole <laughs> rundown of the night. Like, and I'm like, no, I didn't see that. And then I realized, oh, I did see that at the end, but I thought it was something else. You know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Mm. And majority of the people that I know that are introverts have so much wisdom. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I'm talking to the point. I mean, just can say something and it just speaks to my spirit in such a way where it's like, man, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it just feels good. Mm-hmm. I do think um, when it comes to church, people desire going back to you saying, you know, how, you know, your husband isn't a minister and how people come to you. I think people naturally desire information from you. Mm. Or, or if they want it they automatically assume they should be able to obtain it or get it and you just give it to them mm-hmm. and the moment you don't it's something's wrong with you you're not a nice person mm-hmm. you're all this and really it's just none of your business mm-hmm. and if you know the holy spirit hasn't released someone to say something to you mm-hmm. he hasn't released someone to say it to you yeah mm-hmm. i think it's okay for people to be inquisitive because i'm an inquisitive person but you just sometimes the heart of why you want someone to be open with you is not pure. Mm-hmm. And I respect, that's why majority of the people around me are introverts because they're very selective, you know, with what they give. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do think a lot, we're accustomed to a show also when it comes to church yeah. and performance. And, you know, it, we're in a space or a paradigm right now, especially when it comes to our church where it is what it is. We're free. And, you know, if somebody is going to raise their hands and run around. They are. And then you have a bunch of people that's just going to sit you there. You ain't going to run too much now. You're right. You're shut that down. <laughs> you're right. Because, you know because the performance is recognized. Right. So it's like, you're not going to be a distraction either. And that's where the discernment Shall I be scared down. to get up and go to the restroom when church starts? I'll <laughs> be like, who, am I performing? Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, Lauren! <laughs> like I feel like I just need a sat still until twelve thirty. When Sam! Just <laughs> you know, it's int- go ahead. Where you no, 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 no. Keep going. I was gonna say when it, you think about like um, the gifts, like um, teaching, prophesying, you know, like all the different things. Why do we box people in if there's you know the fruit of the spirit? Like yes. you got all these different dimensions and these different aspects of what it comes to a Christian life. Why do we assume I want people to be the same way? It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think that kind of touches on what I was going to say. I, I love the fact that she used the word empathy because I feel like that made me question like to what you were saying too, Denise, it made me question of like, do we really understand what empathy is? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of times we throw that around, but even if you look out for me personally, if you even look outside of uh, someone being introverted or extroverted, or even if someone's just going through something, do you, do you really empathize? Like, what does that look like to you? Like, how do you define empathy? And I think if, you know, people would just kind of hone on that and maybe begin to like challenge themselves to really embrace the definition of empathy, then maybe the response would be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, But I think we're just so prone to thinking that everyone is one way mm-hmm. or, or everyone is our way. Like we're, we're used to like things just being the way that we were raised or around our friend groups. And yeah. I think... I can speak for our ministry. I think one of the beautiful things about our ministry is that it's diverse in cultures. It's diverse, you know, with a whole lot of ethnicity. You know, you may see a little trinkle, but I mean, it's diverse. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I will, I will say in that you don't think outside of the fact that like, like I look at my friend group, like I have a friend group from, I have, you know, y'all, you from DC, you know, you originally from Trinidad and Tobago, you from North Carolina, you know, I'm from old Florida. I got another friend. She's from ATL. I got another friend from Chicago. Got another friend from Ghana, you know, it's like, but all these people, you know, all these cultures are different. Mm -hmm. There is no culture even though you're from DC, even though I'm from, none of the way that we were raised is different, but I think it works for all of us is because we allow each other to be ourselves. And I think sometimes that's the challenge in church is understanding the fact that like church is beyond what you were raised or what you saw church to be. And that it's literally this melting pot or quilt. I don't even want to say melting pot. It's this literal this quilt of, Different people different yeah. Yeah. from all around the world. Yep. And the the common thread is that we serve the same God. Yeah. You know, we're underneath the same ministry. So, yeah, you're going to have some differences, you know. Right. Like, I have some friends. They are not. The, they say, don't hug me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, we'll be like, hit the Heisman. <laughs> hit the Heisman. They's like, do not hug me. <laughs> and I know they love me. I do. Right. But they don't want my hugs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think the interesting thing about people everywhere, like not just in church, but in general, is we have um, we tend to see people through the lens of who we are. Mm. So when we see people do certain things, our assumption is that they are doing them for the reason that we would do them. Mm-hmm. So with Ayana. If I'm an extrovert and I praise God during praise and worship with my hands lifted and my eyes closed, and I see you standing there with your eyes open and your arms folded, me seeing you like that says, well, if I was like that, something would be wrong with me. Mm. So my first inclination is, hey, what's wrong with you? Right. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Because I see you through the perspective of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think once we get past that, and that's exactly what you know, Lauren and Ayana were saying, is like when you see people for who they are and not who you are and what you would do. It gives you a new appreciation for everybody and what their actions or non-actions actually mean. Mm -hmm. But you can't just put your yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yourself in everybody else's shoes and say, well, if I was doing that, it would be because and it's like, but they're not you. Yeah. That's why I find it ironic. Cause when you think about Christianity, we're supposed to be, you know, 
the standard of radical acceptance. And mm. I know that's a term that's used in therapy, but you know, we are supposed to be the group of people that with open arms, no matter who you are, what you look like, what background you come from, when you walk in is, you know, we're all one and that's not the case all the time. It made me it literally like hearing both of you, t- you all talk. It made me think of um, when we went to the Maverick city concert, uh, the first, the first round in Atlanta, um, there was a point in the concert where we were seated, um, where we were seated. Um, we were at the Lakewood Amphitheater. So it, it'll, if you know anything about the Lakewood Amphitheater, like any amphitheater, it um, ramps up and it has like a yard in the back. But there was one part of the concert where I like turned around. because we were, You just saw literally like a, a sea of people. And I saw black, white, Asian old young mm-hmm. babies and i remember telling denisa i turned and i looked at her i said i can only imagine what heaven looks like, looks like. Mm-hmm. because in that moment i saw everybody like worshiping like everybody like you could just tell everybody was at one mm-hmm. but it was just like you were just soaked into like the presence of like the music and the presence of God, you know, and it was just, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And literally at that moment, I literally just realized that it was like, you know, heaven doesn't look like really what we think it looks like, you know, heaven was going to be this huge, diverse place where everybody and, and you thinking in your mind, you, you, it's not even going to sound the way you you thinking because there's going to be people from Asia speaking Mandarin, giving God glory. There's going to be people speaking French. There's going to be people, you yeah, know. I don't think we going to all speak one language. In I don't know. But you don't that's think we're all going to be speaking in tongues? Roboticals. So. <laughs> I mean, but tongues is another language. It, it is. is. It's funny. Somebody is saying, oh, y'all speaking. When Lauren said it, like speaking in other languages, I immediately was going to say, but we can understand it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the so point I, I was just about like, to go. Yeah. yeah. I was just about to say that. I don't know. That's a good question. What kind yeah. of language will we speak? But I, because you can speak in tongues and a person who but speaks I that language understands your yeah. tongue. Interpret. But then there are people that don't. Right. But I'm saying I. It was I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about how they were in another country. Yeah, I remember that. And they yeah. were speaking tongues, and the person was like, "How are you speaking my language?" Yep. Because you got to think we to us we utter. You know, it's an unknown. But to somebody knows it. it. Yeah. To them, that's their natural language. language. Isn't that beautiful. My tongue was Asian at first. Okay, my first, very first. Well, time. we not sure if you Asian. Uh, she hung on your tongue. <laughs> no, Actually, I, I, not I, I I'm lie, sorry, y'all. I, I apologize. I lied to you. I <laughs> the first time I spoke in tongues, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was Japanese, Chinese. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was Asian. Asian. 100 percent sure. And I was just like, oh God. <laughs> now, now Lord. You better have that multicultural tongue. I said, now, what do your tongue say about you? Okay, because is, it, is that is is that where my people are from, God? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. That could be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised though. Yeah. All oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> all I have to say. Yeah, but I would say all that to say I felt that that was like a beautiful moment, you know, just being at Maverick, seeing so many like cultures. And you didn't know what was crazy in that moment. You didn't know if they were introverted or extroverted. Yeah. You know, you just saw that they were edifying God. And yeah. so I say all that to say, like, if we're at church, why are you focused on the fact that they introverted or extroverted? True. Like, focus on Jesus. Right. Okay. 
just you need to be focused on God. As 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 the worship is going up, is your eyes closed? Is oh you my worshiping? goodness! But y'all said people can't sing. Y'all can't worship right. Appreciating people for who they are, right? And allowing God to work on them. Like if you feel in your spirit that this person is more, they can do more, they can be more. You feel like oh, their voice might be limited. Maybe it's for you to just pray for them. Right. You know, maybe it's for you to just uh, be a friend to them or just continue to love on them and, you know, help them see their the light that's within them. Yeah. Instead of just the assumptions and the the put the the putting putting of labels on people that right. you really don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, because my, my thing is always like, if you don't know my middle name, like you really can't say nothing about me. Period. So, and yeah. and a oop. I was to Ayana's point though, and then I guess we can kind of close with this, but unless I got things Mm. to add, but to Ayana's point, the Holy Spirit will give you what you need when you need it. Exactly. So even if you are an introvert, but you're called to preach or you're called to teach, God will give you what you need Mm -hmm. to be quote unquote extroverted in those moments to produce whatever it is he's purposed you for. Mm -hmm. So trust God with other people. Amen. I know I know me like, OK, I, you know, oh, I consider myself an introvert, but I never thought that I never thought that I would be doing what I'm doing. I yep. never thought I would be on this podcast. I never thought that I would. First of all, public speaking for me was like non-existent as mm-hmm. a kid. Like what me doing me doing this, me being on YouTube, even that in itself. Like what? Mm. Who? Me? You know, um, even, you know, with church and that, and it is crazy because it's literally a switch. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even, um, Sylvester and I always laugh, you know, cause we see it in ourselves. And then we also see it in our pastor, like when the switch, like that, that person, like they, it's a show on, um, Disney plus it's called, it's a based off of a comic called moon, moon night. Yeah. Moon night. And basically, um, it's an, it's like an avatar. The person's an avatar. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're the shell and something takes over them in a way. And it's like, you can literally see when the Holy Spirit takes over and, um, and different, like when different people are speaking, you can mm-hmm. see when the Holy Spirit takes over and it's like, Oh, that's not them right now. Like I, 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 I know that. And I feel that whenever like I'm speaking, like I know immediately, like when that, like people will ask me like, what did you say? And I'm like, I don't know what I said. Cause that was God. Like what happened on this stage? I have no idea. Like it's done. Yeah. I'm back to introverting, you know. Right. But yeah, so I just I, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. all. <laughs> I, wanna, I think that's an example of the sorry. No, of that you know how people pray, like, Lord, I decrease so that you be yeah, increased. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what that is. I was just about to say that what you said, Denisa, about that people don't be afraid to be reserved so that you can observe. That mm-hmm. to me, had, that was yeah. everything. That was good. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to say that again. That was really good. Really, really good. I think that's my biggest takeaway from, you know, like this whole conversation is I think everybody need to have a little introverted, you know, yeah. personality so that you can be reserved so that you can observe for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for tuning into today's episode to all of our Christian introverts out there. Pray. Even other people, if there was something said that blessed you, be sure that if this is your first episode that you hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to, be sure to follow us on social media at Save Girl Secrets. If you want to get a message to us or if there's a topic you want us to touch on, uh, check out the link in our bio on Instagram and send us a voice message. We would love to hear from you. 
Um, as always, we love you. Good God bless you.